0: Welcome to the Testimony Service Podcast, the podcast that will encourage you, increase your faith, and draw you closer to God. I'm your host, Martina. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So, in an effort to help our listeners' faith increase, each episode will begin with the scripture. The scripture for today is Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 in the Message Translation. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. And now for Episode 7, Faith It Till You Make It.
1: So my name is Karina. I am originally from Congo, but my family brought me to America when I was nine months old. And I've lived in Dallas, Texas ever since. I'm super excited to be able to share this testimony. I'm going to go into detail about, you know, how I got this job and, you know, how I ended up getting fired and how I got my new job. I'll start from the beginning. So back in 2016, I got into HR. I always wanted to work in HR, but number one, I hate school very much. I think I only go to school because my mom makes me and she reminds us every day that she brought us to America just for school. (laughs) So if we don't get a degree, she's probably going to kill us. If it was up to me, I never would have But I wanted to work in HR. But of course, you know that working in HR is like the kind of they want a degree or they want a whole bunch of experience. And I didn't have any of that, honestly. So I asked my cousin who really has a degree in HR. And I was like, hey, can I see your resume? And so she sent it over to me and I kind of tweaked it a little bit. But literally out of faith, girl, I just went online, typed in recruiting coordinator positions on Google. I saw all these jobs pop up. I started applying. And this company named Krista's Health, they reached out to me. They were like, hey, you know, the manager reached out to me. And so she says, Well, I'm gonna be in uh, I'm gonna be in town next Thursday. Are you available to me? I said, Yeah, for sure. Thursday comes, you know, I put on my, my fly suit, you know, I brush my hair, gel my edges down, put a little lip gloss on, you know how we do. And so, girl, the interview was on that Thursday. On Friday, she called me, offered me the position. And she says, Okay, so how much do you wanna get paid? And so I was like, well, at my current job, I'm currently making 26. Even though I was not, <laughs> and Lord forgive me for lying, okay? It wasn't lying; it was tweaking. I was, I was like, well, I'm currently making 26, so I, I would like to stay around there. And she was like, well, the highest, the highest this, uh, this, this, this job pays is 22. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, we good because I was asking for 20 minimum, so we can do 22. I'm like, you know what? That'll work. Thank you so much. I accept. She was like, great. Go ahead and do your back. Background, do your drug screen. Your start date is for like December 4th, 2018. So, girl, everything goes good. You know, I clear background, of course, I clear drug screen, and then I start work. So time goes on and things start getting good. And then after that, I started getting distracted with life. I had lost my uncle. I had lost my cousin. I was still dealing with the hurt from a a really bad heartbreak. And I was emotionally eating. And it's crazy how, you know, if you let your personal issues affect, you know, affect you that bad, it can really affect your work because you're so focused on that, that before you know it, girl, you have eight hours at work and... For six hours, you're just sitting there thinking about all your issues and things are not getting done. And then I realized that you know what? Honestly, I want to be a blogger and an influencer. You know, and that's what I really, really want to do. Financially, I was not where I needed to be yet. You know, so I was like, okay, since I'm I'm not where I need to be, let me keep this HR job while I grow. January 2020 comes, and I remember at the crossover service for um, going into the new year, I just pray, I'm like, Lord. That your will be done. Like, if you don't want me to, if you want me to leave this company, I will stay there. I will work hard. I will show, I will show them that I can do this. But if not, then you let me know where you want me to go and and I'll go, you know? And I I literally, Lord, like, I'll fight. I'll work harder. I'll stay focused. I'll do what I have to do and everything like that. And I left it alone. Girl, talk about the Lord being so funny. Okay. (laughs) So during that time, whenever I was in, I was job searching between November and December. Citibank had reached out to me and they were like, we would love to, to move forward with you. But our in, our interview process is, is, is pretty long. So I went through at least four to five different interviews before they even said anything. So then January comes and I still hadn't heard anything back. And I'm like, okay, I went through five interviews. I ain't heard nothing. Obviously, the job ain't mine. You know what? Let me leave it alone. But also I'm thinking like, okay, the holidays just passed by and maybe they're trying to get into the new year and get things figured out. And if they end and if the job is for me, the Lord will make a way, right? Okay. So then January 9th comes around and a manager calls me into the office. And She was like, so tell me, what are you thinking? Like, what's going through your mind? <laughs> I was like, maybe this job isn't for me. And she tells me, well, I'm going to go home and do some self-reflecting. And I will let you know on Monday or Tuesday of next week what I decide. How does one even sleep or eat knowing that I could possibly be fired by next Tuesday? Citibank had not reached back out. And then it it gets even crazier. That weekend, my whole entire wallet gets stolen. Everything that I needed, like my passport, my IDs, everything was in there. And I'm like, okay, if I get a new job, I'm going to have to show proof, proof of identification. And if I don't show that, then I can't can't work. So I'm like, Lord, really? Like, I'm really about to get fired and then I have no way of getting another job because I can't prove who I am as a person? So I was legit out of luck. So I never have anxiety and I had anxiety like crazy that week. Like, it was so bad that I was having nightmares. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, devil, you are a liar. I am not, this is not what it's going to be. And then we were actually doing our 21 days of prayer and fasting at church during that time. You know, so I kept telling my pastor, I'm like, you know what? The devil is after me. I lost my wallet. I'm finna get fired on Tuesday. I don't know what's about. I can't get another job because I don't have no idea to show who I am. My pastor kept telling me, just you know, relax, all's gonna be well, you're gonna figure it out, just breathe, it's gonna be okay. I'm like, okay. So Monday comes, girl. Nothing, I don't hear nothing. Tuesday comes, I don't hear nothing. I'm like, wait a minute, something's a little off. I'm like, this woman, if she fires me, she's not going to fire me until I send that spreadsheet on Friday because no no one wants to do that. It's so It literally takes like three hours to create. Here comes Friday. I get to work at 7 a.m. in the morning. You know, I get my coffee, get my donuts, <laughs> and I sit down and I start pulling the report. I'm running the spreadsheet. I'm doing all that I need to do, double checking everything and all that. And then I send it. I send the report at 10 30 a.m. I get a little tap on my shoulder, like, hey, do you, uh, do you have a minute? I'm like, here we go. I say, yeah, sure do. I follow her to the office. And she goes, yeah, so I did some self-reflecting, and um, I'm going to have to go ahead and let you go. So I walk out the building, and I walk to my car. Before I even drove off, I get in my car, and I pray. And I said, Lord... Listen, you told me back because back in November, we had a major conference at my church. We had a guest speaker who came and he was praying for certain people and things like that. And when he prayed for me, he told me from December up until February and all of 2020 is going to be an amazing year for you. Just be faithful to God with your tithes and your offerings and serve God with all of your hearts and you'll see what God's going to do. That following Monday, I had went into my account at work and I did direct deposit for my tithes and my partnership at my church to go directly into the church account. Because, you know, what, whenever you get paid, you know, we get paid on Fridays. But Friday to Sunday is a long time. And it is easy for you to use that tithes and offerings up like a fool. OK. And before you know it, you like, Ooh, boy, you know, what, I got you next check. And then it's a constant thing that happens every time before you know it. You're robbing God of his money because you're not paying your tithes. Literally. Right. So I'm like, you know what? No. You know, Karina, you're gonna be determined and you're gonna pay your tithes on time. As soon as that man that God told me that, I was so disciplined and paying my tithe because I mean, because now it was going directly into the account and I never saw it. So whenever I got fired, I walked to my car and I prayed. And I, I literally said, I said, Holy Spirit, I said, God, I have been faithful with my tithes and my offerings. You told me to test you and I've been testing you. You know good and well that I am a faithful contributor to your house. Do you know that I need a job to be able to not only take care of your house, but also take care of me? And God, I'm a giver. You know that. You know that I would give my last to anybody. I always, I'm literally, I always have and I always will. So you can't say that I don't give because you know, good and well that I do give. (laughs) Okay. So I need you to go ahead and open up, open up heaven and give me a job by next week. And then I said, amen. And I drove off. So my, my level of peace was so high. Honestly, you, you cannot pray and have doubt at the same time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let prayer win this time. And girl, I left it alone. So I got fired on a Friday. Monday goes by. I don't hear nothing from anybody. Tuesday, nothing. I don't hear anything from anybody. Wednesday, nothing. I'm like, okay, now wait, Lord. It's going to be Friday. I still got no job. What's going on? And then Thursday, finally... Citibank calls me and they tell me, hey, Karina, I'm so sorry for the delay, you know, with the new year, which we're trying to transition with everything like that, but we loved you. And we wanna offer you the position. All I have is a paper copy of my license while I wait for my new passport to come in. And she tells me, oh, that's totally fine. They will accept the paper copy. So now finally it's time, my, my background's going, so that's fine, you know, and now it's time to go do my fingerprints. I get to the back to so go to my fingerprints and the lady who, who who does it, she says, oh, no, can I have your ID? So I hand her the paper. And she's like, oh, no, I can't take this. And honestly, I wasn't really upset. I was I was kind of getting like anxious. like, OK, Lord, what's happening? Like I have a job but things are getting things are getting kind of this onboarding going kind of weird. During this time, we're in our, we're in our 21 days of fasting and prayer at church. So that's what we have. So we have prayer at church every night at 6 30. So that night I go to church and my pastor says, Oh no, I was praying for you earlier and the Lord told me to tell you not to settle for the job that you accepted because something better is coming. So then like the weekend goes by and then Monday, I still had not heard anything from, from my, my recruiter over at Citibank about my drug screen rescheduling or my fingerprints. Tuesday goes by. I don't hear nothing. Wednesday goes by, goes by. I don't hear nothing. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Obviously, like they, they either took the job back or I don't know what's happening, but I can't sit here and, and not know if I'm going to have a job on 24th. So then I go to Google. I have never wanted to work from home ever in my life, but something literally told me to look up social media marketing positions in like uh, remotely. So I did, and there was one that I that really caught my eye. And honestly, I didn't even have the experience that they required. Two hours later, I get an email from the recruiter like, hey, I saw you. I saw your resume, which has no- nothing about social media on there at all. It's all like HR, HR, HR and everything. And she says, I saw I saw your resume. I really liked it. Can uh, Do you have time to chat later today or early tomorrow? I said, I'm available at any time. So we get on the phone. We chit chat. We laugh and everything. She's like, you know, what? I just love you. I'm going to put time on my manager's calendar to talk to you um, and, and see what she thinks. And then we'll go from there. So we talked and she's like, you know what? Honestly, I love you. I feel you're going to be great. So she says, you know, I want you to talk to one more person tomorrow. And if she likes you, that means that you're a go because she's. it's really hard for her to like people. The next day I talked to her and girl, she's like, you know what? I don't know what it is about you, but I just feel like you're just so special. And I thought like you could, you would do so great. And I just, I think this job is for you. Like I, I'm sold. Like I'm literally gonna sell you. She's like, she, she told me we're interviewing for other people, but literally I don't even I don't even care to interview them. But I'm just gonna do it because I have to, and then I'll I'll let you know what they say. But I'm she literally told me I'm rooting for you. So I get a call from this like number and like, in like Boston. And I'm like, hello. She's like, hi, this is so-and-so from, from so-and-so company. And I'm like, oh, how are you? She's like, I'm doing good. She was like, well, first of all, let me tell you that everybody loved you. Everybody's rooting for you. And then during our, the interview, of course, they asked me, you know, what are, what, what do you want to get paid? And I'm like, okay, Karina, go ahead and step on face, you know, and give them, I, I gave them a number just, just to see what they were going to say. You know, honestly, and she was like, well, I went ahead and brought your request over to our VP and she approved it. And I was like, huh? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, the VP approved your case. She was like, she's like, she's like, she's like, what's crazy is that you're going to be one of the highest paid people on the team. But I was like. Wait, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Because I think I, I can't really hear you well. <laughs> she was like, and she started laughing. She was like, "No, you heard me correctly. Like the VP approved your pay, your pay request, and um, and then she asked me when can you start. And I said, well, honestly, I had booked, I had booked a vacation because I kind of had some free time on my hands. Um, but if you would like for me to go ahead and like cancel that, I can, and I can go ahead and start as soon as you need me. And she literally tells me, she says, no. Enjoy your vacation. Take your time off. Do what you got to do. I'll send you everything, everything you need to do for your onboarding process. And then I'll start you as as soon as you're ready and you get back. And I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yes, I'm very serious. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So with the new job that I had gotten, I had told them, I said, hey, I don't have a physical copy of my, of my ID. Everything was stolen. And she tells me, oh, no worries. Everything is, is done. I mean, you 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 have to sit you have to send over a copy of your of your license anyway, so that works perfectly. I was like, look at God. I'm like, so wait, I go from having no job to my wallet being stolen to getting a job that I can't even start because I don't have an ID to getting a new job that I didn't even qualify for with the pay that I wanted. And all I have to do is send over a copy of my license, which is all I literally have on me while I wait for everything else to come back. So then I go to Atlanta. I enjoy myself. I had the clear to start email and they're like, enjoy your vacation. Your start dates on the 24th of February. We cannot wait to start you. And I came back on the 23rd and on 24th, as when on the 24th, which was this past Monday, as when, as whenever I started my, my new job. So it was literally one of those things that was like, I literally almost settled for good enough. And then God was like, uh, skirt, hold up. Nope. Something's better. It's coming. Just be patient. Step out on faith, and uh, I will get you what you want. And this week, this week, I started my job. And, you know, uh, of course, it was a lot of training. Um, I mean, so, so much information to take in, but I love it. Everyone is so nice. I work from home. I literally have to, like, get up. and am like, Karina, get up, take a shower, get dressed, brush your teeth, and, and get to work. I refuse to sit in the bed, look at a hot mess and working. i I'm like, no, you're going to do this. But that's literally how this whole testimony happened.
0: Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> You got some crazy faith, girl.
1: (laughs) Girl, it's one of the, literally, I did not, you know, literally faith is one of those things that you literally like, you either choose to have it or you don't, you know, and as hard as times get, as hard as it can be, like, God, God is moved by our faith that I've learned, you know, and if you truly pray with, without, without doubting and you put your faith, you know, t- t-
0: to work, I mean, God has, to, he has to move. He has to do it. Right. Where do you get your faith from? <laughs> I need some of that. <laughs> For real though. Tell, <laughs> tell the people where do you get this from?
1: <laughs> Honestly, I think, you know how, you, you know how there's, there's the fruit of the spirits and there's, there's also like, like, like the, the, the gifts of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, th- one of the gifts of the spirit is also the gift of, of faith. And I think I just, I just have that because I literally, my faith, sometimes I'm like, Karina, no, boo, that's not, you, you're doing too much. <laughs> like working. Just, <laughs> You're going to be fine. But whatever I choose to believe, girl, I, I believe with everything in me. Like nothing's going to shake me. Nothing's going to move me. I'm going to believe wholeheartedly. So I think I was just given the gift of faith.
0: That's good. Cause I mean, I would be seeing jobs. If I'm not qualified for it, I'd be like, all right, on to the next one. I keep scrolling down that page. <laughs> That's good, though. I you love that. that. <laughs> in your prayers, you be having some bold prayers. You said after you got fired, you got in the car and started praying, like, God, I paid my tithes. I'm faithful. Like, I'm gonna need you to make this work. You better do what you gotta do. <laughs> okay. So, like, what what like word of advice would you give someone who's like I guess struggling with their faith or like trying to pursue something and 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 you know not not to settle?
1: See, God takes the people who the world call unqualified and makes them qualified. You understand? So even if the world says that, you know what? Well, she don't have a degree. She don't have enough experience. She don't have, she don't have this. She don't have that. Whatever it is, God says that you have that. And if you truly believe that, wherever your steps, your your feet step foot is where you are going to be blessed and where you are going to kill it. But you have to believe that first. I think about getting to heaven and getting inside the pearly gates and, you know, make actually making it inside right now, just staying at the gate and, making it inside. and going into judgment. And God's like, Karina, I placed so much inside of you. What did you do with it? But I was too afraid about what, so-and-so was going to say that I didn't do it, or I felt, or I was too worried about, you know, not being qualified, or I was too worried about not, about, you know, talking fast or stuttering or whatever, that I didn't do it. Because all those, all those excuses mean nothing to God, literally. Because in the the day, he's going to equip you and he's going to help you do so, but you have to want it as well. And so that for me, like when I think about stuff like that, I'm like, and then you see people are dying. every Like tomorrow is not promised. And I want to leave out this world like empty as I can. And there's people, there are souls attached to my obedience. You know, like I can imagine like if I did not blog me being fired, you would have never found me. And then, Somebody else would, have, whoever's going to hear this podcast would would, would never had never would never hear it, and then they won't step out on faith. So then I get to heaven, and God's like, "Well, why didn't you blog about being fired? Because that was a testimony that's that going to help so and so." And I'm like, "Oh, well, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be. I, I I was embarrassed that I got fired, but no, there was a whole testimony that came that came from that, and from then on." Thousands of people came to Christ, or or they their faith was renewed, or whatever. Because you, because we have no idea what's behind all of this, and that's what pushes me more and more every day to do what it is that I have to. I'm called to do, and to keep my faith going despite what it is that I see.
0: That's, that's- what's up. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, so, what's your blog about? You want to plug your blog? So my blog is called The
1: Life of Cece, where Cece stands for Karina Catherine. And on there, I share, oh, I've shared so many personal things on there. I've shared my struggle with masturbation and pornography. I've shared being heartbroken. I've shared giving my entire savings to a man because he was fine. So stupid. Lord Jesus, you know. I've being physically and mentally abused by a loved one for multiple years. I've shared the emotional eating and the pain that I went through losing my father. I mean, that's where I literally go in details about the, about the most personal issues of my life, you know? And I share, of course, you know, people are going to think like, people say what they want to say, but then it's the messages like like yours and other people that encourage me to keep going because, you know, as Christians, we're, we're so afraid to speak our truth because we're so afraid of being judged. Like whenever I shared my, my, my struggle on masturbation and pornography, like that was my most read blog because even as an African, right? Though, that That's a subject that nobody shares. No one should, in, in, in the African community, no one should know that you're, that you're struggling with that. But for me, I'm like, I don't care if it's African-American, Chinese, whatever. I'm sharing it because somebody else is fighting the same way that I'm fighting, but doesn't have the balls so to say because they're afraid of being judged by people like you. So I share, I share the most personal things on there. I try to throw a, a couple of outfit details. I mean, every, he, every now and then, but it's mainly about, you know, I encourage you through my personal experiences and what I've been through. And I'm, and I'm, I'm currently working on my first, first, uh, first book, you know, which my uh, fingers crossed should be published this year. Um, I'm going to share, um, I'm going to share the, massive, really, really, really bad heartbreak that I went through. And because being African, it's like so many people know, um, like they just, they they gossip a lot, so they hear a lot of things, but nobody actually really knows the true truth about what happened and what it did to me. And I felt like a blog wasn't enough to share that. I needed to write a whole book about it, (laughs) literally. But uh, on my blog, I share so many personal experiences that have helped so many people from what i understand and after i write about it i kind of give some like you know some tips on how to prevent you from doing that
0: as well that's what's up so how do they find the blog
1: so just go to www.thelifeofcc.com and it'll pop up and you'll see it'll have an about me it's how to contact me and then you can also subscribe so you know when a new blog has been posted
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I know this is going to touch so many people's lives because I'm over here like feeling (laughs) convicted. Like, God, give me some more faith because Jesus.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's so touching. I'm so thankful. Thank you for the opportunity. I just pray that that you keep doing what you got to do, you know, and don't give up despite how hard it may be at times. But God literally gave you this platform and he gave you this opportunity. So never stop doing it because I could totally see you being the next Christian breakfast club, you know. Hey, let's do it.
0: (laughs) So keep pushing. I'm definitely, I'm rooting for you. All right. I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Testimony Service Podcast. If you like what you hear, share this on social media and leave a review on Apple Podcast. And as always, we'll be back next Wednesday. So here's a sneak peek for you. My brother was one and he, he crawled up to my dad and he bit him on the knee. You know, and even a one-year-old could see that evil was taking place. And my dad picked him up and threw him across the room.